0: Alright everyone, welcome back to the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this week and happy Friday to those listening. I am sorry that I could not be with you guys on Wednesday as originally scheduled, but I uh, appreciate the patience regardless as my play schedule and the rehearsal schedule has been uh, very, very busy and I just was not able to get uh, what I wanted uh, done. I didn't want to force it. I'm trying to Get enough sleep and stay healthy. So, uh, thank you for following the updates on our Facebook page, um, as well um, as just any of our content, which is uploaded uh, via SoundCloud, which is where this podcast is hosted, and also posted to our YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcast. So, thank you so much for that listenership. Once again, hope your New Year's continuing to go well. Um, it is um, already fast. It's it's insane what's been going on here as of late, and. Man, it's been a heck of a week, so I hope wherever you're at this evening, whether you're just enjoying uh, some time hopefully to yourself and some, maybe some much-needed R&R as I plan to eat dinner and fall asleep in my chair tonight as you're listening to this, uh, it's one of those uh, times where I'm grateful for, for uh, the balance. Uh, let's put it that way. But before I leave you tonight uh, with that, I'd like us to turn, if we could please, to Luke chapter 23, if you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 23, we're going to be looking at um, the crucifixion scene, which is, you know, odd because we're in Epiphany tide, you know, Jesus just, you know, we, we celebrate at church, after uh, Epiphany is that, that Jesus now has appeared and made himself manifest to the Gentiles, to all people, and as we go up to Lent, you know, what I'm preparing my church for is just chronicling the the journey of Jesus. What did he do before Easter? And I'm kind of starting at the end here, but what I wanted to really, really share is a couple of things uh, from the two thieves on the cross. So I'm going to be reading here um, from verse 39. One of the criminals who were hanged there was hurling abuse at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other answered and rebuking him said, "Do you not even fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed are suffering justly, suffering justly, for we are receiving what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. See, I, I just find that interesting. Juxtaposing the two thieves on the cross, uh, you know, it's it's said that that this guy is hurling abuse at him, but isn't it interesting that both of them are are recognizing Jesus's divinity. They both they both must have heard of him because he, what are you going to do? Try to call the guy's bluff? He's hanging there on the cross. Like how I mean, wouldn't you think it's like oh, this whole Jesus guy? I thought he would save himself, and now he's dead. Like either he's really really good, or he's going to pull a, a rabbit out of his hat here. So these guys are hanging up there with him. This guy, I mean, Jesus is going all the way to the end. He has he has the the sign and inscription written above him, this is the king of the Jews, right? Well, if they must know that this guy's powerful. So what's fascinating is they believe that Jesus could do what he said. Look, it's it's a rhetorical question. Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. Isn't that interesting? Like, this guy's coming at it from a completely selfish point of view, but he does acknowledge that Jesus has the power. And then the other man says, uh, importantly hey we are up here for a reason we are suffering justly but this guy he's receiving something he doesn't deserve because this man is innocent he's done nothing wrong and of course what Jesus says to him he was sa- and he was saying Jesus remember me when you come in your kingdom and he said to him truly I say to you today you shall be with me in paradise what an amazing response. You got these two people which by the way I think is a almost a caricature of what we are, our hearts. Have we not recognized Jesus but also been completely selfish with our request? H- have we not looked upon Jesus, recognized that he's the God we pray to him but we just are like, "But can't you do this for me, please?" I mean to heck with what I what you want for my life, but you know, I, can't you do this? I know you can do this. Well, do this for me. And then maybe some of us have been the other guys saying, don't don't talk to my God that way. Don't abuse the church that way. Don't use your authority in that way. Either holding each other accountable, trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus. You know, what does that actually look like? And so for me, one of, one of the things that I, I find here is that my heart is torn between the two. And just like Jesus talking about the, the, the idea in the parable of where the, where the two uh, men go up to the temple to pray, and one is very righteous, he stands up there saying, hey, I'm, I'm great, I'm awesome. The other guy stands at the back and he's saying, you know, may that sacrifice be for me. And Jesus says, it's that guy that goes away justified rather than um, the guy who thinks he's righteous. As scripture tells us, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. It, it It's something that... <sighs> the reason why I find it fascinating is because, yes, it, it describes both of our hearts. But if you look at what the second guy says, he does not ask for eternal life. He just says, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. Just as a way of saying, please don't forget me. And he says, truly I say to you, you shall be with me in paradise. The God of the universe that we worship today who spoke creation into existence when he said, let there be light. The same God that was prophesied about, that did the miracles, that that appeared to the prophets, that was born to a virgin in a manger, who died on the cross for our sins, who promised and gave that same spirit to his disciples and for the rest of us. It's that same God who put on flesh, who was willing to still die for those who ridiculed and rejected him. The hero dying for the villain, right? That God, in the midst of humility and repentance, this guy rebukes the other thief, saying, "Do not attack this man. We deserve to be up here. He does not, he is innocent. That's a form of confession. It, it's, it's acknowledging what he's done wrong. And he says, "Remember me when I come in, when you come into your kingdom." And that God that is hanging there does not turn his face away. He looks at him and says, you will be with me in paradise. Throw aside any message, any commentary, anything that's ever been spoke about Jesus and focus on Luke 23, verses 39 through 43. And you will find why our message is a message of hope, For every person on this planet. It is the most beautiful picture in scripture. In my opinion. Because what you see is that somebody who had done heinous things. And the world was judging him. And he was guilty of all the things. And he said he confesses here. You can argue with whether or not he deserved the cross that cross for himself or not. You absolutely can argue that. But he accepted it. And I think what this says to anyone, and what our message, why we should be shouting this from the rooftops, is that no matter how lost you may feel, how downtrodden, how depressed, how anxious, how worried, ostracized you are, or Ugly, whatever your story is, God will not turn his face away from you. And the reason why is because the Father turned his face away from his Son so that he will not have to do the same to us if we seek him. How amazing is that? That is our entire message as Christians. If we don't cling to that type of hope, that type of promise, that type of love, that surpasses all understanding then we don't need to be doing any of it. There's no point. I want that conviction back. It's falling in love with the gospel message again and what it can do for people. How amazing. How amazing. Thank you, guys. May God bless you. May God keep you.